This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Since I don't know when I've been drinking bourbon whiskey, scotch and gin. Around here, the town drunk is a person of great honor. It is National Bourbon Day, you pussies. Well, I just happen to have a little something, something in the briefcase. Uh, I have Woodford Reserve double oaked in my vehicle because who doesn't carry that around with them? <laughs> right. Uh, who doesn't? Right, uh, I love a good. Well, I like I wouldn't mind a bad bourbon, but I love a good bourbon. So, what's your favorite? Uh, Do you have a favorite? Uh, sure. I mean, I've been drinking. I've been sipping on that Long Branch, that McConaughey bourbon. Yeah, like they uh, mesquite. It's like a it's it's like butter. I mean, it's really even a, a like a beginning bourbon drinker would love it. Yeah, it's just nice. It's smooth. It's easy. Not harsh. It's like butter. It's it's fan, vanilla. It's fantastic. You'd love it. Yeah, and it's cheap. It's inexpensive. Let's face it. Nobody wants to spend eighty bucks on a bottle of bourbon. Twenty nine bucks, thirty bucks, and it's got Matthew McConaughey's autograph on it. Hmm. The double oaked is very chocolatey. Well, really? Yeah. It's really nice. I will share some with you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. But he's the he's with the uh oh who, what's the guy's name? I forget his name. The wild turkey guys. He's uh you ever read uh the history of wild turkey? Negative. Down in Kentucky. Bozeman's going on the bourbon trail. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. I'd love to. I've not read about it. I've done the ale trail. I haven't done the bourbon trail. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd like to get in on that right there. Um, I like Maker's Mark. Uh, Maker's Mark's great. Totally good. The drink, the preferred drink of Barry Alvarez. There's supposed to be some. We have a bottle of, uh, uh, what is it? And An- Angel's Envy or whatever it's called. Yeah. That was the one I've been hearing about. Somebody, somebody gave me a bottle of that and that's half gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of hot tubbing this winter. Uh, Buffalo Trace inexpensive. We had that. Uh, I've been drinking that on some airplane rides. Yeah. Uh, uh, a lot of airlines serve that in the little travel bottles. Nice. Which is fine. With a little beer chaser, you're fine. Um, I Ange- Angel's Envy. That's probably more a little more expensive than some people might want to spend. I think it's you know, 50, 60 bucks. Yeah, it's it's up there. I just walked down the bourbon. The- this one says it's about 40. Oh, okay. Not bad. That's pretty good. This one has it at 50. I think it depends on which one you do. Angel's Envy Cellar Collection is a, that's the $300 there. Holy the cellar collection. Yeah. Says, oh my God. Yeah, the, the wild turkey guys, they go back to the Civil War. I mean, they forever. Mm-hmm. I think they were out, I don't know the story, they were out turkey hunting, whatever, and then the, they got back and they were thirsty, I guess. <laughs> It's a hell of a story. Something with turkey. <laughs> I love hey, it. you got some of that stuff you took when we were took turkey hunting? I'd like to have some of that. Because Prohibition shut all those guys down and then came back and here we are. Here Bur- we are. Bourbon sipping sons of bitches. Bunch of drunks. That's what you are. It the- is, it's, I don't know, man. There's something about that. 
sipping a whiskey. Dude. I don't even like when I go to Maduro. I, I I don't even remember some of the stuff I drink. I mean, it's just I'm like, give me your favorite. I, you know, I yeah. just give me something different. Whatever. I, uh, uh, old granddad. Whatever. Give me something. Let me try something. Yeah. Whatever. It's fine. Well, and like half of it is knowing how to drink it. I think. <laughs> Why well, slam it? Get over here so I can hit you. I need longer arms. <laughs> uh, swing me another. We keep them coming. I want one bourbon and then bring me another one in five minutes. And then after that, one every seven minutes until one of us passes the F out. See, that's McConaughey, except not martinis, because we know how crazy martinis get. Right. So crazy. Some of us don't come to work. Well, I I uh can understand that. I uh <laughs> What did Joe Rogan say to the guy with with uh sweaty balls? I understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> I totally understand. Uh, yeah, no, good bourbon, man. Yeah. Bring it on. Totally. I got to get that ale trail or, or that bourbon trail. I got some really nice Fancy glasses. Oh, did you? Yeah, uh, from my special lady friend for really? my birthday. Yeah, yeah nice. they were like I don't know Tom Dixon or something. It's supposed to be fancy. Do I look bougie? No, but looking at the box alone made me feel pretty damn fancy. Um, for sipping the expensive bourbon she got. I in. saw that uh, nice. Chris Welch is uh, uh, they're uh, doing a raffle for a ten-year-old Pappy Van Winkle over at uh, Trixie's. Oh, Trixie's liquor. To, it's kind of a charitable thing to help yeah. somebody out, but it uh, and that's an expensive bottle. Twenty-five uh, year old, I think that get that sells for like five grand. I think. Right. Yeah. So uh, twenty dollar a raffle ticket. I think if you want to pop into Trixie's, I think I saw that on Facebook this morning. They always do that stuff over at Trixie's. How about that? How about that? So I, I'm gonna go over. I'd like to throw a twenty at that. I've never owned a bottle of of that. Yeah. A ten year old of of, uh, but. Forget about a twenty-five-year-old. That's not even possible, from what I understand. But a Pappy Van Winkle, it is. It is. Uh, it's. It's the smoothest. Uh, Scooby gave me a sip of it. Scooby Keef! And it is. It is honestly the most delicious thing I think I've ever drank, and I, and I mean that. Yeah. And I'm not saying that to be. I know. Fancy. But it is honestly, and, I, and I'm not saying that because it's expensive and hard to get. I, I, I There's a reason that stuff is three grand a bottle. Right. They make a very limited run. You can't get it, even when you can get it. And people don't share that. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Oh, yeah, that's right. Society crumbling. We're not even going to have air conditioning next next summer. So uh, just, you know, enjoy it while you can.
of the world as we know it. It's, it's the end of the world as we know it. All right, then. Uh, well, we did have the tornado warning in Chicago yesterday, the 84-mile-an-hour wind gusts at O'Hare. That Jeez. was fun. Um, not to mention the storm that we had. Crazy, right? Um, and now the heat coming in. Oh, yeah, Yellowstone's falling apart. Everything's great. <laughs> We're doing great. My God, did you see the flooding in Yellowstone? I had reservations for five days and stayed for 40. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, because you ain't I, getting out. I was trapped like, a, like <laughs> an old timer. I took an old stagecoach trail home out of, out of Yellowstone. <laughs> I followed the, the signs, the yep. signposts. Someone's getting eaten by a bear. Oh, it's unbelievable. Uh, Yellowstone River, which runs through the park and several park county cities, swelled to a record high Monday due to recent heavy rainfall and significant runoff from melting snow and higher elevations. Yellowstone River at uh, Corwin Springs, Montana, reached 13.88 feet Monday afternoon, surpassing the historical high crest of 11.5. Wow. So that is considerable. Yeah. If you've seen the video, the helicopter footage or Mm -hmm. drone footage, whatever it is. Uh, the river was still rising as of last night. It was, it was uh, expected to crest at 9 p.m. Last wow. Night. I know, dude. Wow. And it's the upper north part of the park, it looks like. It's kind of that's kind of where it's isolated, too. But, yeah, it's going to be we – we were on that road last summer. Mm-hmm. If you have a of, Yellowstone trip planned this summer, <laughs> well, think I, again. I think you can still get the Old Faithful and stuff if I read it right. Mammoth is in the in the upper n- yeah. northwest part of the park. But, which but is probably, everybody that was going to go out there is going to oh, be, you know, right, and they're going to be condensed uh, into a smaller place. Exactly. So exactly, uh, exactly. So Old Faithful is going to be 100 times worse yeah. than it already is because it's a zoo. And Mammoth, Hot Springs, probably the second busiest – Part of the park next yeah. to next to Old Faithful, I would think, but it sucks because now you, when you come out of when you go up through the northern part of Lamar Valley, that's where the the bigger herds are. Mm. Uh, buffalo are probably going to lose some buffalo wandering into some of that water. Yeah, because uh, they don't sit still. Well, they ain't the brightest either. They ain't the brightest, uh, but oh man, that's that part of the park. So we were we stayed in Cook City uh, for two nights coming out of Red Lodge last year. And we literally saw footage of the cabin we stayed in, and it was a raging river going by our cabin. Yeah. And that's up there. Uh huh. That's got some elevation to it. So that was insane. There, the amount of water they had. Right. Right. I mean, there's so many roads and bridges that are impassable. They got Mm -hmm. the National Guard out there trying to get people out. Right. It's a nightmare. It is a freaking nightmare. Um, There's, there is absolutely no way that's not going to take five years. Right. To put that back together. Yeah. Those roads are gone. Not only that, you're going to have to put retainer, retaining walls up to... Uh, the so footage that, is just heartbreaking. So that doesn't happen again. I mean, they're just... It's gone. Or we could just be like, you know what, people? You don't get to come in here anymore. Oh, yeah. We've done had enough of your crap. You're going to have to go to the Corn Palace. <laughs> you stay there. <laughs> get drunk. Oh, man. This is... uh. Oh, man, this could be the first. In June, precipitation across northwestern Wyoming and southern Montana has been more than that 400% of the region's average. This could be a sign the super volcanoes getting ready to, the caldera is ready to go up, dude. Dude, please. Oh. (laughs) I was saying, Yellowstone's great, but be prepared to be very frustrated. There are a billion people in that park. Dude, so we're, we're starting to plan our next spring trip. 
for what is it, 2023? Uh, we're going to do Vegas, and then we're going to drive out to Death Valley Park. Mm. Have you ever read about Death Valley Park? Uh, I know there's a lot of bodies out there. Did you know it is the largest park uh, in the entire United States outside of Alaska? No kidding. I would not have guessed that. Right? Me either. It's freaking huge. A lot of sand. Um, But they do like a... It's Not sand. It'd be dried mud, wouldn't it? There's a lot of everything. No, I haven't been... I don't know anything about it. Uh, there's hiking. Um, There's Star Wars stuff out the there. The geographical relief looks fascinating. Um. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the there's the, a lot. The, the rock, not, the rock formations look really, really cool. Like because I was the same way. When you think of Death Valley, all you think about is like that super hot spot, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, and I don't know why, but I thought of it as just way smaller than what it is. Yeah, it is freaking gigantic. Um, and there's uh, there is camping there. That's what I was just going to ask you. Yeah, and and, and uh, how's camping out there? It looks to be okay. I mean, little... obviously, you're not going to go in the, yeah. you know, in the thick of it. You don't want to be out there when it's one billion degrees. Lots of but... snakes. Probably. What's the I'm longest? To look for what's the longest day. you go between gas stations out there? Oh, I don't know. 60, 70 miles. I didn't need. Now, last time you took a trip, you almost got killed. Because of what? Uh, Mother Nature. Wasn't it Zion? You about got washed out to sea? Uh, no, those, the flooding <laughs> happened after we got back. Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. But when we were out there, it was 112 degrees. It was great. <laughs> you have a generator? you have a little, any air moving at all? Uh, we started setting up camp, and then I was like, nope. Our batteries were exploding. Wow. Uh, so we... Uh, Did it cool down? It got cool. We went to the Super 8. Oh, well, you were lucky there was a room. And hung out there. I know. That's what's up, dude. Um, and then we ended up like three miles away from Trixie and her family. Oh, wow. Um, Death Valley is a vast national park with over three million acres of designated wilderness and hundreds of miles of backcountry roads. It's kind of neat. It's the lowest point in North America. Uh, wildflowers bring life to the desert that's what we're going for we're gonna go take pictures of the cactus flowers coming up oh yeah yeah a little joshua tree action uh yeah perhaps and then you know some stargazing and whatnot um let's see i wanted there there was this fascinating stat that we found where it was like what would fit inside death valley park your mom's vagina Wow. Uh, Sorry, uh, Judy. Don't tell her I say that stuff. Uh, she knows. No, no. Oof. I send her the hair check. <laughs> <laughs> Awkward. I'm going to see her at Woodman's. Awkward. <laughs> um. So they do a lot of stuff after dark in the park. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, okay. That makes sense. How cool was that going to be? Yeah. I'm super excited. <clears throat> Take some mushrooms, go out there, have a great time. Why the hell not? You know, wouldn't it be uh, bittersweet, ironically crazy, cool to some people if Yellowstone went back to just all hiking trails? Right. No fat butt bus RVs coming through. Totally. <laughs> no long lines. I'm kind of one of those people where hiking. I'm all like, I don't hike. If you can't walk your ass up there, you don't get to enjoy it. No. Sorry, not sorry. How crazy would that be? But then, you know, whatever. Obviously, people in 
that are differently abled be like, ah, give them a chance to see things. But. Yeah, if you've ever been, one of our favorite places on earth is Red Lodge, Montana, up, up in the mountains. And that was basically leveled. Yeah. Uh, they can't drink the water. And even the, the, the Montanians are saying that uh, it's unprecedented. They've, it's in the history of, of civilization. They don't know anything like what's happened over mm-hmm. the last, whatever, couple of weeks. And I don't think this, I think the snow's still melting. Right. I think you still got that going on. Yeah. There was a ton of snow when we were out there. What's, have we checked in on Lake Mead lately? So it could get worse. I don't know. Lake Mead continues to shrink before our eyes. Perfect. Save Red Lodge. Oh, the vertical speedboat is almost on dry land. We are killing it here, you guys. Wow. Dude, if there's one guy we got to rescue, it's the the, br- the brewmaster at Red Lodge just brewing. Have we checked in <laughs> on the brewmaster? <laughs> Send in the National Guard. Get him out of there. Mm-hmm. Oh, but their golf course is just ruined. God dang it. And like I said, it's got some elevation. That's, that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, uh, so, and it's early. Like I said, it's it's pretty early in the season here. It is. And it's just getting warm out there. Um. So when, how close is Lake Mead to making it to the level that they can't use? I think Lake Mead uh, Mead's about to get Fubar too. I think it is too. I, yeah. I think what do they call it? We're almost at Deadpool status or whatever, where they can't use. Yeah, it. Don't, they take a lot of minerals and stuff out of there. I think. Yeah, that that one's looking bad too. <laughs> Kids, go out and play in the mud. Get out there now. Scrap. Get it. Get. It's all right. I'm gonna drink this bourbon and everything's gonna be all right. Man, oh man, it's. Uh... I mean, I hate to. I hate to feel so. Stop living in the desert. <laughs> Can we stop farming in the desert? There is that. Yeah, Lake Mead. We were, yeah, boy, we wanted to get out there too. I don't know what's going to happen. I think that's, I think there's a lot of uh, wildlife that feed off of that thing. Well, yeah. That, so that that's that's not good. Everything's everything's not very good. Yeah. And even if you make it out there to see Lake Mead, the odds of you get shot by somebody are pretty high. <laughs> I didn't know about that. Uh oh. I'm just going to piss everybody off today. I don't give. A- oh, there's a. There's a boat out there that's been stuck. That's what I... The speedboat remains vertical and almost on dry land now. And that's kind of like how they're measuring the death of Lake Mead. Yep. Because remember when the first guy found the vertical speedboat? Right, right, right. There it is. It's almost completely on dry land. Killing it, y'all. We thought uploading to the cloud was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that boat in Lake Mead. Yeah, the speedboat. Um, the underestimated was the name of the boat. Oh, a really? Forty-seven foot fountain craft. It looks, uh, was, it looks cool. Um, yeah, I guess it's considered to be the Rolls Royce of boats. Yeah, it looks like a like a badass race boat. Um, 
found powerboats are considered the Rolls Royce of the Waterworld, offering a configuration of up to three 800 horsepower engines. <laughs> are the engines still in it? Um, yeah, why would it not be in there? I would assume so. And it's top of the line model, which sells for as much as $414,000. Oh my, well that explains why it sunk ass first. Right. Three of those big ass engines. Right. Took it right to the bottom. Totally. Unbelievable. Uh, they run amok. Uh, they uh, ran ashore uh, in the middle of the night. Uh, but traveling between 50 and 60 miles an hour. Slammed into the rocky area about six miles upstream from the Hoover Dam. Uh, four people died. Oh, wow. Yep. And then the others were rescued from there. So there you go. Now you know. Why? Uh... <clears throat> Thank you to T. Firecracker for that story. I'm assuming that's not your Why movie. didn't they pull it out of there? Was it too deep at the time, or or, or, or did they not? So. Or did they did they find the bodies? I assume they found the bodies. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It is. So that and that was. Yeah, because people used it as a marker. I mean, that was a kind of a legendary. 1998. Yeah, kind of a legendary thing there. Recent legend. Uh, okay. Well, it's kind of a cool story, Biatch. Well, thanks for that <laughs> story time with Biatch and Bourbon. Uh, <laughs> I haven't even had any yet. Get up in there. Um, all right, 23-year-old dude in Australia doesn't have a license. He drank a bunch of liquor on Saturday night and decided to steal his boss's car. Now, it sounds like he had beef with his boss because he stole the SUV, made it over a four-foot trench, drove 200 feet through a field, and then parked it on a set of train tracks. He actually launched it over the tracks and ended up 30 feet away, but slammed it in reverse and parked it back onto the tracks. And then he left it there and walked home. What? Train showed up the next morning, but luckily it saw the SUV in time and didn't hit it. Farmer used his tractor to move the SUV. Train moved on. Police tracked the guy down at, a home, at his home. He confessed everything. He's facing charges for stealing the car, driving without a license, negligent driving, and obstructing the path of a train. So he's originally from the South Pacific, so now he might lose his visa and get kicked out of the dang country. Uh-oh. I'm assuming he's out of a job, too. I ain't never... Hated a boss that much. Wow. Impressive. The yeah. follow through was just impressive. Yeah, he had a goal and he was sticking to it, man. <laughs> I can He's appreciate like, this it. This trench is not going to stop me at all. Yeah, we had the that story, that news break, you had the vertical boat and the perpendicular car. Right. That was uh, that was nice. Man, oh, man. The theme. Some, killing it here. Some uh, math in there. Um. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite vegetable? Oh, man, you hit me with these things, and I'm never ready. Favorite vegetable. Well, how much time do I have? I'm going to say a... Uh... <laughs> how much time do you need? Jesus Christ. Lettuce. There you go. Let us pray. <laughs> um, an annual survey in America's favorite vegetables just came out, and broccoli landed at the top spot again this what? year. What? I know. You get broccoli breath, start burping. It smells like mouth farts. Uh, weirdly, we were just talking about getting some corn. Corn is not a vegetable. No, I'm just saying. We're, I know. we're just talking about food. We were like, let's freaking do some boiled corn. Man. Yeah. Doesn't that sound great? But the runners up were corn, then carrots, and then potatoes, which is also not a vegetable, and asparagus. Now, when I get my chicken wings with celery and carrots, I finish my carrots. Good for you, buddy. So there. So, Somehow I'm hoping it'll. Interact and uh, undo some things. Undo, undo some of the damage. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know that that's how it works, but we'll give it a try. Uh, I love me some uh, cucumbers. Oh, yeah. But it's got to be in the creamy cucumber shape form. Oh, really? Yeah. The, I'll just eat those. A little bit of pepper uh, on them. Mom used to make. Uh, what am I thinking of the, the, in the white? Cucumber salad. Cucumber salad. The white Yeah, and it's cream. like uh, Miracle Whip and uh, <sighs> a little bit of vinegar, a little bit of sugar there. That's a great memory. Yeah, I, I like the more vinegary cucumber salad, but I'll take it anyway, shape or form. I can I eat don't an, lie. I can eat an onion raw. That's how much I love onion. Uh, let me see you do that. I want to see you eat an onion like an apple. Oh, I do not have an onion with me, but I love I love raw onion. Oh, yeah. I like onion in every way. Um, Corn is a vegetable choice in 11 states, but it's a starch. Um, anyway, carrots are number one in 10 states, uh, plus in D.C. and asparagus. Hey, and you know what? Where did the lowly beat come in? You uh, and I didn't even make it on the list. You and I were brought together because of our love of beets. It's true. I love beets. They are phenomenal. I'll even eat a like a stupid cheap can of beets. Oh yeah. I don't care. No. Any uh, any beet anywhere is my slogan. Yeah. Dre ain't got nothing on these beets. <laughs> Dre's a pussy. You're gonna get your ass kicked for saying that, boy. <laughs> Um, yeah, beets, good old root vegetable. Love it. I like the, I like the root vegetables. I grew up, uh. Tastes like dirt. I'm into it. I, uh, grew up loving radish. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I mean, that's just, I can't do a, if a, if, if you've got a radish on a, on a salad bar, uh, you have won me for life. Totally. Just a little bit of salt and pepper on yeah, there. Yeah, man. Winning. Yep. Totally winning. And then, uh. Some mushrooms and whatnot. I like peppers. There's not, you know what? There ain't a vegetable yeah, that I, I don't like. I like. Uh, I like the weird ones. I like peas in any shape or form. Yeah. Frozen bag can. Spit them at me. I don't care. Pea salad, if dude. It, if it would rain peas, I would be out there with a bucket. Totally same. I would love it. We'd have a great day. I'd be. I'd have my pea bucket. No. Out in the front of you. Easy there. <laughs> People are going to think it's something different. Now, when I do asparagus, it's either on the grill or I don't want it. I will do asparagus in any way, shape, or form. I don't care if it's the canned soggy asparagus. Mm -hmm. I don't I, care I don't... if it's the frozen asparagus, mm -hmm. fresh. I'll show you a soggy asparagus. Show me. No, it's soggy. It's not impressive. <laughs> Which just feats why I just said I would show you a soggy asparagus. Uh -huh. I like to do them on my grill with my steak. Throw a little tinfoil yeah. on the gas grill and go at it. Sounds wonderful. It is wonderful. I like, um, it. I like it a little crunchy. Yeah. Uh, my friend Patty made uh, breaded asparagus in the air fryer. Breaded asparagus. Whoa. Uh-huh. And it had, she had like all kinds of seasonings in there. Whoa. It was bomb diggity. Man, I'd like to get that recipe. I'm sure she'd give it to you for a certain amount of money. That sounds really good. Yeah. Breaded asparagus. Mm -hmm. Oh, damn. I think she just did like an egg wash on it and put some of the breadcrumbs on there or whatever. Oh, wow. Good stuff, dude. Vegetables. Um, Eat more of them. Where you at on the tomato? Love it. I'll, I like little cherry tomatoes. I like the weird tomatoes. All the tomatoes. What about you? Yeah, my favorite... Uh, Favorite vegetable combinations has to be the lettuce, the tomato, and the raw onion on a fish sandwich. There you go. 
It's got to be my go-to right there. I like the little the Nothing sp- fancy. The spring mix. You know, you get the spring mix boxed up. Mm-hmm. It's got some dandelion in there, maybe a little arugula. That's what's up. A little shout-out to the road ho- roadside uh, crab cake. Okay. Had uh, Crab Benny at uh, Roadhouse Sunday. I heard, yeah, there were people there like, it's Johnny and Christy are at Roadside. Oh, weird. Yeah. Um, you got that update? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I know many things. It's really weird. I know. Um, the That's where we got crepes. Yeah. Man, if, if America, if you're not eating crepes, you are uh, a lost soul. I can't help you. Yeah, it's true. Crepes are amazing. Yeah. Love it. Chocolate crepes. Bananas. Shout out to Brothers 3 for uh, the best salad on the freaking planet. That sounds like a cheap plug. Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the JJO Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. So Sunday is Father's Day. So don't forget, do whatever you got to do. Send a card, text. I don't know what you people do. A uh, new poll out for Father's Day found 75% of us will celebrate this year, including 58% who plan to buy a present. Most popular gift for dad includes food. Omaha steaks. Uh, or you could get your steak from Eric Nagreiner. Legendary farmer in Plain, Wisconsin. Prem Meats. Is where, and they get theirs from no. Eric Knockrider. Yeah. Dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to Prem Meats. I tell you, though, that beer, Eric Rockniner ain't got a beer. He ain't got a beer cave. You got to get in that booze cave and get yourself some uh, some brats and some seeds. You know what Eric Knockrider got in his I know basement. What, I know what Eric Rockniner got in his basement. <laughs> He got a he got a bump a pool table and a side of beef. What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> Goofy. The guy took too much allergy medicine. Uh you have an antihistamine OD. Yep. Top five Father's Day gifts of 2022. Oh, a tie. No, socks. No, clothes. No. Uh golf Jesus gift certificate. Christ, what just happened? Nevada Bumps. <laughs> <laughs> He's losing it. A uh, special meal with family or friends. A uh, gift card for dad. Clothes, yeah. tools, a greeting card. Mm. A nice meal together is also the top thing that dads want this year. An experience is next, like tickets to a concert or a sporting event. Then it's gift cards, gadgets, and tools. So uh, the poll also looked at a few dad habits in 2022. Uh-oh. Uh, where does your dad spend most of his free time? His girlfriend's house. <laughs> With his other family. Uh, the lake. I don't know. The lake or the bowling alley or the bar. Um, think less uh, extravagant. We're talking oh, about oh. the living room, <laughs> the backyard, Okay. and anywhere there's a TV. Great. Well, that's sad. The opposite of what I said. Uh, top thing you'll find in an average dad's man cave. Oh, uh, neon beer signs. You really do miss the top obvious things, don't you? Oh, okay. Uh, top obvious things. What are the things that you're going to see in a man cave? Coffee table. Jesus Christ. <laughs> TV. 
and a comfy chair. Well, that's a given. No, that's, it's that's not. That's not even fun. Top thing you'll oh, find. Oh, my God. God. Uh, carpet. Ooh. No, that's not on the <laughs> What's list. What's the same as a couch? It's not. I'm thinking now. Uh, I'm thinking fun. Stripper pole. Okay. Uh, fridge and sports collectibles also made the list. What's your dad's top pet peeve? <laughs> Giving birth to me. Having uh, to pay child support. <laughs> uh, I, the top pet peeve. While he's, in, while, he's in, ass mom. while he's in the man cave? Or just no, just general? in life in general. Hmm. Uh, probably something to do with sports. No, pet, general pet peeve. Think about things dads yell about. Oh, the weather. Leaving the lights on. God, you're so bad at this. Touching the thermostat. Leaving doors open. Right. Changing the channel and dishes being in the sink. Remember the old man in A Christmas Story went down when the furnace was on the fritz? I don't remember that scene. Uh, what was the line? When he was down there cursing at the furnace? Because he blew up. He had a clunker. Oh, yeah. Remember, and he had a clunker. It's a clunker! Oh, my God. I sounded like. You did it. Oh, my God, I've become the old man from A Christmas Story. Well, What's this? It's a clunker! It's better than, I'm surprised Regis Philbin didn't come out or Bill Cosby. Those are usually You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you? Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation. I can smell your menstruation. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Oh, there's my thing. Yeah, your wife is looking for your thing, too. Couldn't find it. Well, I ain't seen my baby since I don't know when. I've been drinking bourbon whiskey, scotch and gin. Gonna get high, man, I'm gonna get loose. Need me a triple shot of that juice. Gonna get drunk, don't you have no fear. When your mouth is dry, you're pretty hot. Now, let's talk about the fabled Jack and Coke. Where are you at on Jack and Coke? Negative. Jack Daniels, Coca-Cola. No, I do not do that. I don't care for Jack Daniels, first of all. Uh, mostly because uh, there may have been... That's how you had uh, Avery, wasn't a it? A time or two where I... Consume too much. Oh. And then the next morning. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm usually fine that night. But the next morning, mm -hmm. when you're breathing you and woke it's a whiskey you, breath. You woke up in Yuma, Arizona with no pants on. But I was high as hell <laughs> on some desert cactus. What up? <laughs> no. That whiskey, the Jack Daniels morning after vapors. Uh, have sent me to the vomiting toilet more than once. And that's when I broke up with Jack Daniels. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jack Daniels and pull tabs. Which I may have bought some pull tabs on Saturday, mm -hmm. but it was my birthday. Mm -hmm. Talk it out. Get it out. You'll feel better. Um, Get it no, out. And then I did, might as well just burn Get the $20 right in front of myself. Get it out. Oh, Jesus Christ. How are you with, uh, you know, whatnot? 
pull tabs? No. Oh. Jack Daniels. I'm okay. Yeah? I'm okay. Uh, I see Jack. Uh, I, I Jack and me are weird. I'll have it when I'm with someone drinking Jack. I got a buddy that I golf with. I don't want to say his name. I don't want to out him as a Jackaholic Stewie. I don't, I, I don't want to name names. But he drinks it like water. And uh, and uh, so I'll have one with him. And I'm like, God damn, I miss the taste of that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's like Kool-Aid. No, it ain't. Well, the reason I bring it up is uh, Coca-Cola is partnering with Brown Foreman to make a new canned cocktail in a can, ready to drink, called Coke and Jack. Uh. There is already a similar thing. Well, this is the official. Yeah. This is the official official. And it's also going to be a zero sugar option, too. Because you, you don't want sugar messing up your uh, Jack Daniel. Right. Um, it's going to be expanding globally. Oh, I was thinking of Later the, this year. Um, Everything else in a can? No. The, well, Jack Daniels has had the pre-mixed cocktails for a while. But they had like Lynchburg lemon, lemonade. Oh sure, this is this is the, this is the this is yeah. the deal. This is yeah. the real stuff. The combination brings together two of the world's most recognizable and valuable trademarks. Uh, will include clear responsibility symbols what? to indicate the beverage is for legal aged drinkers. It will have how much alcohol you think? Oh, this is not how you make a Jack and Coke. <laughs> Is it only at like 7% or some crap? It's 5%. Stop it. Why? Dude, opportunity blown. You dummy. Yep, that should have been a 12%er. Oh, yeah, dude. Yep. Dude, at the old Riley Tavern when I used to when I used to hang there, I was actually kidnapped and taken there. I did not go there against my will. Don't hold it against you me. You never have accountability. Frickin' Murph would it be Jack and a splash. Mm-hmm. That's how you, you, you didn't even say Coke. Blasphemy. Uh, Brown Foreman CEO uh, Lawson Whiting said the partnership brings together two classic American icons to deliver consumers a taste experience to love in a way that is consistent, convenient. So sometimes you get too too drunk to even make a Jack and Coke. Just pop a can. Keep the party rolling. The new drink will accelerate. See, this is how uh, executives talk. Instead of just saying you're going to get effed up and horny. Mm. And so it will accelerate expansion and continue to grow our business around the world. I just want to get buzzed. I think they're, yeah, I mean, they're underestimating. Mexico was picked at a launch market because both brands are popular there. And the country is well-developed, ready-to-drink market. Uh, you'll see this in 2023 early. Coke has been aggressively expanding its alcoholic drink options. Jack and Coke joins Topo Chico Hard Seltzer and Simply Spike Lemonade, both made in partnership with Molson Coors. The company also scheduled a loss. <laughs> They're going to launch Fresca Mixers later this year. I drank Fresca with my grandparents. I. It was almost like diet. It was almost like a really early version of diet. Coke, Diet Pepsi, Fresca. Fresca? Yeah, I think so. No. Yeah, it was dark. Oh yeah, it was. A dark. Um, I thought Fresca was light. Yeah, it's sparkling flavored soda. No, Fresca was dark. Oh, no. oh am I off? Great. Yeah, what it was. Like, I... It was like grapefruit flavor. What am I thinking of? 
Because I remember. Isn't that new Fresca? Oh, okay. No. I was Because I, I remember this lady that my no. parents hung out with, and uh, she would wrong. dump out a little bit and throw some vodka in that can. <laughs> and I was like, mm, I'm saving that for later in life. Well, what up? So now whenever I see Fresca, oh. I think about her smiling and yeah, I'm looking being at happy because she's got vodka in her goddamn okay. can. You're right. I don't know why I thought that was, uh, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking of. Maybe I'm thinking know, of. It's like Tab or something. I'd be thinking know. of our, let's listen to an old Fresca commercial. Oh, right. I love these. <laughs> Fresca tastes like Fresca is. Splashy, bouncy, bold. Comes out fighting, roaring. Fresca tastes like Fresca is. Different. Very different. Dynamite different. Comes on strong. Just compare Fresca to other drinks. You'll see. Sugar-free with only two and a half calories per 10-ounce serving. Sugar-free. Get alive. Explosively tart. That's the difference in Fresca. Yeah. It was like a Batman. Plow, spat, boom. I know. That drummer was like, he'd get excited. Oh, dude. He got a workout. That was yeah. impressive. Yeah. I think there was a drum solo in the middle of that Fresca dude. commercial. Dude. <laughs> uh, so Fresca mixers uh, later this year. Uh, a spirit-based cocktail created in conjunction with Corona. Constellation brand. They're looking for that home run. They're looking for that. You know what they're looking for. What? They're looking for that claw. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what that was. The uh, if I have a shotgun, I'd shoot that sick bird right God, now. God, you know what? And I'd sit here. Good. <laughs> you sat there. You got to sit there. And, <laughs> you got to pull them pistols and sit there and bleed to death. Just going to sit here and bleed to death, dude. <laughs> Um, no, uh, the canned cocktail thing. Oh, it's huge. Yeah, dude. It's got to be half the market right now. Got to be. Got to be. It's huge. Um, the seltzers, I don't know how they're doing. Nobody and wants. I don't know that you're going to top the claw just because it was the nope. first. I will say that I can't do, I don't know how y'all, y'all do the claw because I have to do, I do two tums per each white claw. I don't know why, but that stuff just rocks my indigestion. I don't know, I uh, I just drink whatever they hand me. I don't know. When I'm yeah. with a bunch of girls, I'm usually they're drinking white claw. I'll go for beer first, but punchier flavors and drinks from recognizable brand names might also help companies break through. Uh, Jack, they said Jack Daniels is experiencing a huge resurgence right now in sales and a company has plans to grow the whiskey even more this year. Meanwhile, rival Pepsi eyeing the trend, Hard Mountain Dew, a sugar-free canned cocktail, 5% alcohol. You're going to get boozy dew. Mm-hmm. Dewy boozy. Well, there was a... That just hit shells a few months ago. The Not Your Father's Root Beer, the Not Your Father's... Yes. And then there, the, the green one that was supposed to be like the dew. But it wasn't officially yeah, dew. You know what I like? Uh, uh, and Those I was, things are full of sugar. Always forget to order is that dark and stormy, that uh, rum and ginger beer? No idea. Yeah, that's fantastic. Dark and stormy. You know how I like my women, dark and stormy. No, you don't. They're light and sunshiny. Is <laughs> Come on now. That woman is a ray of sunshine. She's 
she's... Oh, what was the line from Bridesmaids? I'm the one who likes my women, like my weather, moist and unstable. Your 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 face is like Cinderella, and your name is like sunshine. <laughs> yes. When the plane was crashing. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'm sure Shasta will come out with some forty percent malt liquor. Listen, I'm gonna give you a little something here. I don't know if any of you work for Sunkist. You take that orange sunkist and you add a little bit of half and half and then a bunch of vodka. It is a dreamsicle vodka drink. Oh, I, 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 before you said it, I was tasting it. Yep. Free idea. Take and run, asshole. You better make that a 7% or you can kiss my ass. Yeah, they need to uh, do a. Who are these pussies drinking 5%? Technically, you can pour moonshine in anything. Yeah. Uh, I think so. They'll come out with a, an imperial Jack and Coke, I guarantee you. It's, it's just a double. Just make it. <laughs> <laughs> well, double your pleasure. I mean. But they did that with the Mike's Hard, bo- right? Booze it up. There's sure. Mike's Harder. Yep. Makes and sense. And going to be Mike's harder I mean, if, I mean, clearly, uh, you're just cutting the jack a little bit. I mean, I mean, clearly, if when I get one at a bar, I, I err on the side of Jack Daniels. I do like the flavor. Uh, it's just I don't drink Jack Daniels much, so when I do have it, I, I, uh, I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. I don't like it on the rocks. Something a little smoother, but I, I do like it with Coca-Cola. I like the Gentleman Jack stuff. That stuff's pretty good. But. I used to hang out with a guy that drank Jack and Coke in a pitcher. Yeah, how's rehab going? I don't know. I think he's a yoga instructor now. I think See? they I think they had to remove half his stomach. That's what happens. <laughs> you, you done did that, and now it turned you right into a yeah. pussy. I think he's a woman, actually. He's single? <laughs> I think the plumbing's still there, though. Hi, how's it going? I appreciate you guys are talking so much about booze, because I think we all need it nowadays, don't we? Oh, my God. Uh, it's only getting worse, dude. We are connoisseurs, sir, of uh, of the booze. We're not too, we're not too bougie fancy, but we'll uh, we'll sit and drink something with you. I'll dress it up for the end of the world. I'll put an umbrella in it. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Okay, so we just talked about Father's Day. Um, have you considered getting your dad a pearl necklace? Oh. Uh, you know what's weird? I just read an article about dudes who dudes are wearing pearl necklaces. Yeah. No, that's the thing. I know. Okay. All right. Where did you get? The, where are you getting this from? I'm reading the article right now. If you haven't noticed, famous men have been wearing pearls recently, including Harry Styles, Drake, Drake socks, and even some MLB players. Yeah. There are jewelers who are designing masculine pearl jewelry specifically Good. for men. You can you can forget about it. I've got I've got there's some teenage dudes in my neighborhood who are wearing man purses. Oh yeah, dude. To prom. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like psh, get over yourself. Oh, totally. Who cares? Who cares? I'll tell you who cares. It's all the the weird people that are fascinated by what others are wearing <laughs> right and and they cannot help but right. comment on the uh right. the articles so whatever 
Man, mm-hmm. imagine this world if we all wore the same stupid pants. Can you imagine this world if we didn't give a crap what other people were doing man, and just oh, stuck to ourselves? Get over yourselves. Um, it's this, a fool's paradise, Biatch. I know, brah. The CEO of one jewelry company says a pearl was a symbol of power. Continues to be timeless and elegant, but can also be playful. Wee oh, wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> Men today feel empowered to take risks with fashion and are trying new things. I'm too That's sexy. Awesome. I'm not too sexy for this pearl necklace. Good for them. Whatever um, makes you feel confident I, and comfortable, I, you go for it. I see guys wearing pearls. I I think black pearls. Oh yeah, dude. Now look, if if a, if black pearls are good enough for a bracelet, what, who cares if you wear them as a necklace? Who cares? I think they look great. I, Listen, I, Kyle I would, from high school is agitated. Kyle from high school. I had uh, uh, this. Do you remember the dude that went to Hawaii that brought me back that uh, necklace, that Hawaiian yeah. like tiki looking yeah. uh, seashell necklace? Had a tortoise on it, I think. I think it was mother of pearl tortoise, and then it's got a seashell. Uh, necklace, dude, and it's a big piece. I got so many compliments I'll on show that, you a big piece. and it's like and most people would consider that pretty feminine. And I got, I got so many compliments on that, mm-hmm. and uh, I love it. I love that stuff. I love jewelry. Well, and like, why? I'd wear pearls. Why not take a few, you know, risks there? Can't afford real ones, but I, you know, I'd wear some pearls. It's adventuresome. Well, yeah, and it takes a certain amount of confidence to be like, mm. you know what it is. Tell me. Pearls are just a refined, little more accessible version of of, uh, of wearing a string of bear t- claws. <laughs> Remember, I took a long time to get there. <laughs> Remember the guy in Jeremiah Johnson mm-hmm. who, who said, I, I killed the bear that killed me. Mm-hmm. He, I think he had a big string of uh, uh, bear claws. Yeah. They all did. All those mountain men had bear. I'm like, man, I'd wear that in a heartbeat. Yeah. But yeah, you should kill the bear before you wear Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So are you suggesting people need to go and harvest their own pearls? Yes. <laughs> um, I would love... Are black pearls more expensive than white traditional I'm pearls? Not sure. I would love some black pearls. I'd wear, as a, I'd wear that as like a choker. Mm-hmm. Or do you think that's too? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think anything about it. Well, I care less. No, yeah, nobody, nobody cares. I know. Just let it go. Nobody cares, bruh. Uh, <laughs> did you just brought me? I brought you. <laughs> I did. I know it probably bothers you. No, it's fine. I'm just used to only hearing it from my child. <laughs> Where did he get it from? Wherever the youth get their things from, I don't know. So funny. I know. It's like, come on, bro. And I was like, dude, I'm going to do it right back to you. It's weird coming from a dude in the middle of Wisconsin, the Midwest. Right. Um, An extremely rare white tortoise baby has just been revealed to the world for the very first time. Tiny red-eyed reptile has pigmentless skin and a pale shell caused by a, a genetic disorder known as? Oh, albinoism. Uh, yep, albinism. Duke zookeepers say the odds of an albino tortoise are one in 100,000. I'd like to kill that thing and wear it around my neck. <laughs> right. Let's cut to the chase. How can I kill it and put it on my wall? My bare hand. <laughs> Come here, stop squirming. <laughs> 
I'm gonna squeeze God, the, are we uh, assholes? Squeeze the meat out and wear it as a <laughs> as a crown. Uh, the white tortoise is one of two Galapagos giant tortoises that oh. recently hatched at Trap Aquarium, a zoo in Switzerland. The pair of eggs were laid by a 220-pound female on February 11th. The albino baby hatched on May 1st, and its darker sibling emerged on May 5th. The baby tortoises each weighed 1.8 ounces. I know, he's, it's so cute. He's beautiful. Yup. Whoa. Good thing it's in a zoo, because then we know nobody will kill it. Oh, wow, I want one. Isn't it cute as hell? That is the perfect little pet. Until they grow to be 220 pounds. So you say first one in captivity? Mm-hmm. I think so. What's its name? Maybe. Uh, wait. Uh, we were surprised to discover an albino baby. This is the first time in the world that an albino Galapagos tortoise has been uh, born and kept in captivity. And there are no documented cases of it in the wild. The team speculated that the birth of a white tortoise could be as much as five times rarer than the birth of an albino human, which is around one in 20,000 people. Um, albino animals are unable to produce a skin pigment known as melanin. Yeah, we know that. We know that. We know that. Um, We're going to call him the yellow squirrel. I don't think we agreed to that. That's You can call him whatever you want. <laughs> What if it's- we don't have a name. Breeding them in captivity can be a challenge. The mating rituals of these enormous reptiles can be quite aggressive. Yeah. Males repeatedly ram female shells with their own and sometimes bite females' legs before mounting them. Jeez. The males produce loud and deep moaning sounds during sex, which help inspire the roaring sounds of dragons from oh. Game of Thrones. Okay, that's kind of cool. Um, oh, he is so cute. I know. It's so weird. All righty. Uh, can you go to Galapagos? You can. I'm sure there's probably like a Do you remember in Schitt's high Creek? End, high end tent city you can stay in there or something. In Schitt's Creek, Ted went to Galapagos for the turtles. I don't remember that part. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that second thing sure is cute. Turtle McTortle face. Little bastard. <laughs> Come here, you little bastard. Let's just call him. Get a complex. You little white bastard, get over here. <laughs> we'll call him, uh, what was the damn dolphin in the... East Ventura? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Snowflake. Oh, Snowflake. That's right. Does the dolphin call you on the weekends? <laughs> <laughs> Snowflake. That's perfect. That's that's actually really perfect. All right. Hi. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Squeeze the meat out, huh? <laughs> I can just see Johnny, the ex-high school track star with slippers and a robot like Abraham Sipher going, come on, you little bastard. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Uh, Listen, I know how to survive on an island. I watch Castaway. You just put some crab on a stick and rub some wood together. Everything will be fine. I'd eat that little bastard. I'd eat him raw. Hello? Yeah, those tortoises do make a heck of a racket when they're getting it on. I remember as a kid once we were at uh, Henry Vilas, you could hear that male from the whole park. No kidding. No, Boy, I, I make some noises. Very, very loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you should look for a sound bit on the I'm, I'm looking yeah, right now. I'm looking, looking right now. I got it. All right. All right here Radio goals. Okay. See you. Let's see. PC2. Let's see if we can Uh-oh. hear. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Where is we the- are very lucky today.
minutes away from here, but today we're very lucky that this guy can't wait. <laughs> so usually we believe that the uh, seasons, the changes in temperatures will trigger the females to send a hormone and eventually the male is able to find this smell. I didn't know how much I sounded like a tortoise. And he will eventually reach and he will have a, what we call a plastron, the concave plastron. Stop, I want to just hear this thing. Out of a movie. Ah! Wait, wait. Irritating. So that's it? Park to see that was it. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. There are children around, so they probably wanted to stop it from happening here. Let's see. It feels like... I don't think he's enjoying it. Uh, he's like, oh, this bitch again. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, it sounds a lot like work. <laughs> the lady tortoise. It sounds like is me just trying to move away. Like me when Randy Hawk tells me to do something. I'm like, oh, uh, oh God! I know. <laughs> I say, oh, for the first time in Reddit history, we've had a total orgasm. I say. Oh, dude, earmuffs. There's no noise happening. This is a very silent mating ritual here. It's nice. It's relaxing, actually. Wow, all these tortoises are gathering by each other. Hang on a minute. We're having a turtle orgasm. A uh, turtle group turtle. It's a big orgy. No, I do say. It. He just made one little noise. I've got hey. the weirdest boner I've ever had. Yeah. Covering wild animals. What do you do today at work? I watch turtles have sex. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's drooling. God, it's just like real men. Oh, it's true. <laughs> Good grief. See, this is... This is stuff we ought, this is stuff we ought to be learning in school right here. It's fantastic. You know what's funny? That tur- I'd already be done. That turtle's lasted twice as long as I go. The female looks irritated as hell. Oh yeah, they all do. <laughs> Trust me. We're crossing species. Oh, God, stop drooling. Oh. Hey. Some light slapping. <laughs> oh my God! That's enough of that. That is uh, that's Im- uh? impressive. <laughs> I, know, I don't know what it is. I I'm mean, like, I, I think he's enjoying himself. Well, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I get. Are you done? <laughs> I wonder if her noise is is as deep as his. Hers is just her city there. Oh yeah, she doesn't say anything. Waiting for it to be over. Dude, a hole is a hole. (laughs) (laughs) The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app.
Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.